1: welcome to the Our House podcast. Um, today we watched the episode titled uh, "What was it called?"
0: I don't know. Oh, it was called uh, "Keeping Up Appearances."
1: Oh yes, Keeping Up Appearances, which had a pretty funny... Appearances. Trip. Yeah. Uh, appearances. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy to be back. I uh, I watched the three reviews three right yeah the three that i missed and it was it was it's fun to be like watching as a viewer um also not fun because i wanted to argue with you guys but i couldn't <laughs> and i felt powerless and therefore i left a dislike on every video just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well but... you
3: you may very uh you can summarize your thoughts of the season so far if you would like even though you know it's only three episodes uh, but.
2: i can try i mean <laughs> i've i've enjoyed it so far for sure i mean i'm trying to remember like the three okay the the ship episode the king episode and then what was oh and then with amity yeah uh, um yeah i've been enjoying it so far honestly um i agreed i don't remember which one of you said this but like i appreciated the first episode just being kind of like a chill like back to back to chill times episode instead of being like a complete continuation of like intensity i liked the drop um i'm not gonna go too into my opinions because i was about to be like okay episode one here's my summary but like (laughs) i will say like um yeah the king stuff as usual i was just like um i sort of i didn't mind this one as much because it was sort of like really i don't know if he was in denial for, like, his whole life and he was, like, super embarrassed, I could see why he would have the reaction he did, but either way, um, I, uh, I've enjoyed it so far. Uh, to transition into this episode, though, I'm, like, consistently still, like, man, the pacing in this show is really whack sometimes, <laughs> like, specifically in the first episode, it was just, like, suddenly loses on a ship and all this stuff is happening, and then even, even... Even today, it was just, like, the way the way the mom showed up and everything. I'm just like, oh my god, okay, I guess this is just happening. Well, it's hard, because you're like, what did you think of the last three episodes? And I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, no, what I will say is that monster in the King episode was my favorite by far. I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. The yes, lore yes. about that episode was so cool. I really, that, I probably would have given that one a 9.5. Oh, another thing um, it was pretty cool is I, like... I made, like, a fake number in my head for, like, my 1 to 10 score, and I, like, pretty much always matched you guys, so that was pretty cool, too.
1: That's convenient um, as well.
2: <laughs> which is a... Yeah. Which is a better a better summary of what I thought, so editing crew, please, just make me sound better. Anyway, yes. But... Uh, this one.
1: But, yeah, I thought this was a... um this was a really good episode. There were some moments in it that I thought were phenomenal, such as the introduction, the setup with young Ida narrating her dream to the doctor. Yeah, and the the oh, de- that attention. was
2: really
1: good. Yeah, very very tense, great scene, um, horror elements with Ida facing the curse, and and ultimately that's what the episode is about. It's about um, how Ida perceives the curse, how Lilith perceives the curse, and how their mom relates to through the curse. So, um, about medicine and how far a parent will go in order to help their child, even if they do so in very misguided ways and don't Yeah, listen. is
2: Edith's mom a yeah. you know, T-vaxxer?
0: Yeah, I is mean, that's <laughs> kind of what the episode was about, I think. <laughs>
2: I will say, there's this show, like, I, there's, there's like, moments in so many episodes where I just say out loud, like, are you kidding me? Not in, like, a bad way, but, like, I think it was in Ida's first dream when the owl beast, like, its head, like, spiraled towards her. I'm just, like, they really push the boundary of, like, how much horror they can show in the uh-huh. show sometimes, and I really like it. This is a random thought, but... I love the voice acting in this show so much. Like every single character, yeah. like L- Lilith's voice acting is so good. Oh my god! It's just everyone—they're—they're—they're they're, they're amazing.
0: Lilith was like drunk in this episode.
2: It was pretty funny, right?
0: And she was eating ice slime.
1: Can I can I just say, <laughs> um, knife storm, flying snakes, yeah. and getting drunk on ice cream.
2: I know, yeah. I'm like, is this business yeah. time? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and rainy day daydream. Yeah, so maybe the knife storm. I mean, I, I'd love if they did the knife storm as an Adventure Time reference, but that's probably not unique to Adventure Time, thinking of knife storms, so like, I can't say that. But I liked it. I, I really like the idea that they have knife storms sometimes.
2: I like learning that the curse like worsens if they're stressed, like based on emotion and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. that was cool um Lilith's owlbeast form was awesome yeah forgive me I'm out of practice with these do we try to go like in order of how the episode was or do we just like randomly uh, talk well it? no we, we haven't
0: anything.
3: done just that
2: before
0: but yeah I mean it might be a good idea if you want to introduce <laughs> some structure into our lives no I have no structure to, to <laughs>
2: offer honestly like um it, I have I have mixed feelings about certain things like I was talking about pacing and it's like the The mom's whole thing, especially like even back then, she's like, "I don't believe in this stuff." Like I, whatever. She was like, "I, I want to do these alternate things to fix the curse," and then like in the span of like the one episode, she's like, "I get it now. I am very sorry." And Lilith is like, "I am no longer mad at my mother. I am very sorry." And I'm like, uh, "I don't really like when they do that." Yeah. I don't know if you yeah, guys that, felt the that, same way. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. That, I agree that the ending was a little too neat. Um, but the whole story leading up to it was good it, like, it makes a lot of sense because like, Traditional medicine failed her in a lot of ways So she just started looking elsewhere Yeah. You know, and that mm-hmm. ended up harmful you know, To Ida who she was trying to help And to Lilith who I guess she just didn't care about
2: <laughs> You can just hear like the story Outline where they're like uh, The mother has an epiphany and she, and she realizes all these things she's done But then it just doesn't like, pan out as neatly In the episode It's, or it's, it's
1: just, not like... nearly as bad as Adventure Time BMO I'll tell you that straight away
3: well i i would like oh with the parents yeah yeah we would much rather have this story arc of the mom conclude in this episode rather than making like a multi-episode arc about her being a (laughs) anti-vaxxer <laughs> you know so no you're I'm, not
2: you're not wrong i'm I fine
3: with it the way it is part of me
2: wants her to like subtly sort of you can tell that she's thinking about it and then like as the series goes you can see like some like she comes in every now and then and you can see she's like changing but like you're kind of right like they don't really have the time for it and nor is it maybe that necessary that they do that so it's probably just fine that she's like oh all right my mind has changed
0: well, yeah, yeah, like, the, the, the her arc in this episode could have been exactly the same, and then I think they, you know, a potential alternate thing they could have done is if they, like, you know, they, they said, like, you know, thanks, thank you for realizing the error of your ways. I don't forgive you quite yet. You know, give it some time. And then, like, th- yeah, that's all I would have asked for. Yeah,
2: for me. sure. Uh, a good example for me is just Amity's character arc, where, like, you know, when they went from, like, kind of, quote-unquote, hating each other to, like, Amity slowly coming around to Luce and then slowly coming around to all of them. I thought it was really, really good, and I loved how natural it felt. So whenever the episodes like start with one extreme and end on the other extreme, I'm just like big question mark. But it wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't heinous.
1: It's like when um, it's like when Gus. We saw Gus at the start of season two, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a teenager now," and we just had to accept that. That's the pace of the show.
2: I, when you guys were talking about that episode, I was like, they better mention the witch puberty joke. I thought that was so funny. Because, like, it was very clear the voice actor just, like, you know, his voice got deeper. And then they went in the writer's room, and they're like, oh, how are we going to explain this? And they were like, just say it was witch puberty. <laughs> and I <I'm> just like, <laughs> that's so funny. Because as a as a viewer, I was like, yeah, I accept that. <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, Did you? But yeah, Ida's mom. Um, I thought she was a really fun character, though. She was... I, I I like that she's in the what was it the Beast Tamers track or whatever because I feel like we haven't really seen anything of that much right I yeah, didn't
0: I even know what like, like, I don't think we've heard that heard of that name before. we've heard of it
2: yeah but I think that's really I guess fitting for a character that she chose that because she went to the I I guess it, maybe that's like a track that not a lot of people go for.
0: Or something. Well, it's a um, like, it's a very well... maternal...
1: But like, 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 think about it. She's a mother, right? She's not just a mother to Ida and Lily. She's also a mother to all of the animals in the forest, since she's a beast tamer. And she can use terrifying forces of nature to intimidate her foes. And I thought the bees... Like, the bees are on fire. And I was scared myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, I loved the voice acting in that scene. It was funny. Uh, when she was just like, like, yeah, I still got it at the end, but... Um, the uh,
0: how, how, yeah, I don't know, just
2: some of the story beats in this episode, like her, like peeking in the cave, and they're like, Who can we scam next? How about we use this scam? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, what do you guys think, like, why did they really give a particular reason why she kind of ignored Lilith?
0: No, and that was weird, like. I, you know, you would kind of expect it to be the opposite because Lilith is the like overachieving one who plays by the rules. And well, yeah, I couldn't it, tell if it, it was maybe
2: because Ida was cursed and the mom became obsessed with dealing with the curse, so then that she yeah. like neglected I mean, that... Lilith. But like, they didn't really give that impression to me. That that's no, what they happened.
0: did. I think. I mean, that, that's pretty much all we can. Guess based on what was in this episode. Yeah, I think they they could have very easily put a small
3: scene during the flashback at the beginning showing her ignoring young Lilith, and then that probably would have helped make it feel more natural. Because it did it did seem weird. Because to me, it almost felt like they weren't going to treat that as an arc. Like that was just going to be a joke. That like the mom doesn't care about Lilith, like the same way like Finn and Jake don't care about Nepture. Like it'd just be like (laughs) the same way
1: Joshua doesn't care about Jermaine.
3: Yeah. I thought it I
2: thought it was going to be a serious thing only because like right when the mom showed up and started talking to Ida, you saw like Lilith's face drop and sort of walk away and I was like, "Oh, this is something that she's sad about for sure." But yeah, I don't know. I um as someone with personal gripes with their real-life mother, things <laughs> things don't like change that fast like she's just like I've been neglected my whole life, she
1: didn't like, say that. And
2: then suddenly the mom's like, "Sorry, I know, but" You know, that's what she was feeling. Probably, she was like, "I like my mom has been ignoring me for Ida, and she doesn't care about me." And it's just like those thoughts spiral, and it's happening. And, yeah, pa- and they've been but like spiraling for such a long time. And then it's just like, "Oh, my mom said she likes me." Okay, I instantly like her again. Yeah, like, at,
1: like at, the, at the same time, like there's two there's two reasons I can see. If you remember the episode where Lilith explained why she cursed Ida, it was because Ida was a better witch than her. So, perhaps at first, Delef was seeking attention because her parents put a lot of focus into Ida, even though Ida was such a troublemaker at school. Uh, Because Ida was just so massively talented and Dilif had to work very hard to keep up with her and still couldn't overtake her. Um, Then, it was because Ida had been cursed and her mother loved her and wanted to help her um, get through the curse. So, in that regard... I. I do kind of find Lilith's reaction a bit immature, but um, like it's not an arc that I I really needed to have a resolution. It was it would have been a funny comic relief arc, to be honest. But um, from that angle, I I can see there would be two reasons, not just one. That okay, yeah. I mean, when you Lilith lay it out like feel- that, it does
0: make sense to me.
2: No, it does make a lot of sense. This is why we have you around. <laughs> <laughs> To save us from the angry comments where we say can something like, dumb. Can
0: I sidetrack about the, like, Beast Tamar coven thing? Like, she said that she, tr- like, went there after Ida got cursed, at which point, obviously, she was already, you know, an adult and had kids. And, like, is that allowed? Can you, like, switch covens?
1: Yes, as long as you only go into they... one, I imagine.
2: Wait, like, I guess it's a good point like was she in one already and then switched yeah was that the or was she never in I mean I guess she had to be in one based on like the like, if you know the
1: emperor's where... coven the people in the emperor's coven don't necessarily start in the emperor's coven um, they might be taken in from other covens and then be allowed I mean
2: that's true because Amity wanted to be in it and she's already an abomination track so that's a good yeah point.
0: okay yeah you're right so like the the sort of like climax fight in this episode with the two owl beasts was really cool. Yes,
3: I was I was thinking like right before that happened I was like
0: it's not really too much action
3: in this episode I'd rather there be action and then they gave me that so I was like okay, okay that was awesome <laughs> you win. <laughs> I don't I like this episode, um, is kind of very like expositional but I think it was in a good way for sure and it sets up it sets up a lot. And I was very surprised that um, they have Lilith leave. But I see that almost as a good thing because now they don't have to bounce Like, she doesn't have to have a B-plot every episode because they have a lot of other things to to cover now. So I mean, they established that that their dad is still around, so we're going to see him eventually. Yeah, he's still looking for the door still. They have the potion or whatever that lets them see inside the Emperor's place that still hasn't been brought up. King's, (laughs) King's looking for his dad. Um, and Luz has an evil twin sister so like there's, there's a lot to there's a lot that how, is gonna come up
1: how are the episodes? I
0: agree I,
2: I enjoyed that but also I'm like I'm hoping there's a good reason why like is like I'm gonna run away from home oops I tripped on a suitcase that leads to the human world I was like is that really how this happened? like <laughs> is that not weird to anyone else that that, that 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 was how that was discovered just like in the dirt this very important thing or is that just me
3: I mean yeah, it, I don't, it just uh, it depends on the explanation I guess I could it de- I could like, see it them seems... having an explanation so.
0: I, I think that's a thing think, for me I definitely yeah. think they're gonna explain that later cause like she even brought it up in the episode she was like I just found it in the dirt yeah, uh,
2: yeah, I I guess that's the thing for me, it's like, I'm like, if they explain it, it's fine, but I really hope they don't leave it, like, yeah, she found it in the dirt, that's <laughs> it. But, like, they couldn't just not explain that, like, right, oh. and, like, because they, they were going to talk about how that was made in the first place and everything. I, I
0: don't... Also, not Probably to gonna... be, like, not to be upset over something that doesn't exist because I made it up, but, like... Uh, I, you know, at the very beginning, like, before the title sequence was a flashback, and I thought, like, maybe it would be an entirely flashback episode, and I would have liked that a lot. I, like, I, I want to know what Ida did immediately after coming to the human world for the first True. time.
2: I I liked the amount they showed, personally, but I also get what you're saying. Like, I think it was a perfect amount of flashback that left with perfect amount of wonder, and also, like, longing to know, but then, like, I don't know. I don't know, just... This is, like, random, but, like, when I watch the show, I'm like, man, their main characters are so good. Like, especially Luz and Ida, like, they're such good and tight characters, just, like, the way they're written. I love them so much. They're very
1: likable. Ida, in particular, is very likable and consistent. Um
2: just her stumbling around the forest trying to find the apple blood
1: (laughs) (laughs) I always prefer Luz to be like a very silly character rather than when Luz is being serious Um, I I do appreciate that she gets serious moments, it's just like I prefer when she's being daft, it's just funnier to me and more entertaining, Mm -hmm. but um I, I, can't I, like believe, I can't
0: believe I can't believe Ida was gullible enough to, to just like see a sign right outside her house and follow it.
2: <laughs> and the signs just said like "so good, keep going, the best." Like it's just like all this, like oh my god. But like, I don't know. I I like loose when she gets like that. I I think it's really really sweet. I like just both sides of her. But I like I like her like caring side where she really like you know you can see how much she cares about Ida and and oh my god I just love when that happens. I think she's... I have, like, no complaints about her as a character, honestly.
1: She's a great protagonist. Very likable. Uh, you know what,
3: you know what my, you oh, know what my yeah, biggest was... question from this episode is? Oh, yeah, go on. Why does the mom have, like, a cupcake tattoo or
2: something? Exactly. On her oh, maybe yeah.
1: Maybe it's a reference to a person. Maybe um, someone Dana Terrace knows in real life has a cupcake tattoo.
2: No, she joined the baker's coven, and she originally tried to make a... Decursing cupcake and that didn't go well. <laughs> this is my head cannon. Hey, um, not, what and, else uh, happened?
0: Uh, apparently, like, absolutely confirmed now, there are other ways to get to the human, like, between the human world and boiling. Oh! Animals. I was like, what did we
2: forget? Okay, so another human confirms, so it's the emperor, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's, like, the yeah, Probably. Which is, like, Half and half for me, where I'm like, oh, that's too obvious, but also like, oh, that's awesome, so I don't care that
0: it's too obvious. Because, you know like, what, what I mean? was it? was, you know, when, it was before, no, no, I think it might not be the Emperor, though, because, like, because Ida's mom was talking about it like it was a story, you know, that happened before she was even around, so that would have been a long time ago.
3: She said her great-grandmother, so, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, he could just be very old, like...
0: He
2: does have
3: gray hair, you know, gray he, means old. He could have, like, <laughs> life magic somehow, you know, I don't know.
2: I mean, he yeah that was interesting they said something about like the titan's blood and they talked about some new new lore but like i don't know that could be the main because we don't know why the emperor wants to get into the human world currently like i i don't think he's going to be like oh i'm home but i think like him being a human would be a good reason also what the the loose copy i'm still like what is this plot i don't (laughs) understand what is happening like, what could that possibly be right now? Do you guys have any theory? Okay, well,
3: listen, listen. We This is a very out-there theory that is definitely not the case. But we did bring up that the Golden Guard could be a clone of the Emperor. So maybe they have clones and that is a loose clone. Ooh. That's very incorrect. They if they take that direction, I will be extremely satisfied. But I do not think that that's what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah,
1: but like how? I think it's how just the emperor possibly gets going over across the door.
2: Was it the ending of the Chanting Grom fight where we had that fake letter from like
0: losing yeah. camp? Yeah. Was it that one? I thought it was like the. I thought it was like the season finale that they had that. Well, it was, anyway, it was an episode. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it
2: was at the end of either way. Yeah, it was an episode and. It's it's interesting, like you said, about the clone theory, because, like, what if it has to do with humans going through the portal? Because if there is a emperor-clone, quote-unquote, and he was the <laughs> one who went through the portal, I don't know. That's I think I'm reaching, but I'm like, I don't know what else it could be. Like, that's one I, yeah, plot I where I'm just, know. like, big question mark. Because
0: the emperor is, you know, trying, you know, really hard to get back to the human world, which means he probably doesn't have a way there, which means it's not related to him, whatever the clone thing is.
2: yeah. I just figured that, that that the Golden Guard was his son. Like, no, like, extreme theories, just that's his son. Well,
1: what if, um, well um. it's possible, first of all, that there is an agent on the other side, on the human side, who is operating to um, put up this deception of Luz being on that side, so that nobody investigates anything. Not that they'd learn anything if they the did. Illuminati. But um, I've also... I've also, yeah, I don't think this is correct, I really don't, because the letter we saw at the end of last season spelt loser's name wrong. But um, I've read a couple of stories wherein um, a protagonist is transported either across time or across, across worlds into a para- um, to replace a parallel version of themselves, and the parallel version of them from that universe ends up replacing them. So that was never thought that crossed my mind as a possibility that lose and Other Luz crossed the door at the same time and Other Luz was a character. Though you'd think if that was the case, we'd, we'd have had a hint by now that Luz had existed in the um, Owl House world.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, it's that's, just that's like, not a bad theory, based on the information we have. Like It could yeah. be something like that.
2: It's a, I mean, it's a cool plot point just because I have no idea where they're going with it. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's something cool. Like, also, as
0: you pointed out, yeah, I guess it could be related to the emperor if the emperor had a pre-existing agent in the human world who's just been there for a really long time. Yeah. I guess because like that would be
2: that. I mean, that's a thing. Like, what if like since he's trying to get to the human world and he has like a pre-existing agent, like he sees like Luce's mom as an opportunity somehow to try to get back i, I don't know though because that doesn't make much sense because he's just pretending to be the doll like what does he have to gain by just like pretending to maybe he just wants a mom <laughs> it's just a
3: sad yeah, man who wants i like a that mom. one i like that theory <laughs> yeah
2: like i'm going i'm going to like tinfoil hattie on this one i'm just really trying to parse out like what they're doing with it it is really funny because it's a cool plot point but there must have been some point where they're like uh like how are we gonna make the mom not like call the police and have like a panic attack over this to like just put a just put copy yeah. Okay, maybe so maybe <laughs>
0: it doesn't have to do with, you know, Luce or her mom specifically, but rather the, like, location of their house. Because if you remember in the first episode, the human world door opens up, like, in this shack that's in their backyard yeah. or something.
2: Yeah, so is that consistent, I, do you think? I or think that... so.
0: I think in the flashback in this episode, it showed the door opening on the same place.
2: Right. Um, well, that's interesting. Because um, I don't know, maybe... I was gonna say it could be about luring the mom some but like I feel like they just would have done that. They would have been like, hello, I am your daughter, let's go in the woods. <laughs> like, there's no reason why they like, just maybe
0: like, the I, reason I the know. door opens there is because there's like a, a rift right there and they can just figure out how to open it some other way.
2: Yeah. I can't believe Luce's mom is the Emperor. <laughs> I mean yeah, it was a it was a solid episode though. I think I think there was a lot of cool like lore to discuss because mm-hmm. of it, so
3: it got us it got us thinking. And now, like, now all my theories are, like, out the window because you brought up the fact that there's no way the Emperor could have put something on the other side because the door is broken. So now I'm, like, now I'm very confused. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: what, do you guys want to do, ratings? Of course. Yes. Okay, who wants to go first?
0: Tulip does. (laughs) Uh, But my my, my guy is saying 8 out of 10, but, like, I can't explain why you know obviously you know 10 would be perfect i don't think it's a perfect episode but like i can't really put into words you know why i am docking at two points I'm just like yeah it feels. i like
2: i have a curveball to throw at you okay I also <laughs> <eat>. <laughs> that, that's it um no i i agree with you though like i thought it was a solid episode but in terms of like i guess like going ba- like just solely on like how much i enjoyed watching it like eight feels right like i enjoyed it but it mm-hmm. wasn't like anything mind-blowing you know
0: Yeah, I guess it's It's all that. You know, I wish the ending had been a little...
2: It was funny, but it was also like... I feel like it was maybe less funny than... No, maybe not. I don't know. It it was good. It was solid. It feels right. If you
1: cut out, like, just maybe a minute worth of um, Lilith and King arguing from this episode, then it could be a 10 out of 10. I'd say it's a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think that's what's dragging
0: it down. I liked those
1: moments. um, It's just because I felt like, oh, this is all very padding. Um, I mean, obviously, it it wasn't quite padding, but it just wasn't as engaging as the rest of the episode. So I'd say this um, episode is, by our house standards, like if we remember the first season, this episode is a 9 out of 10. If I compared it to a different show, it would be more like a 6 or a 7, but this is the Our House (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow oh. oh my god harsh
2: shout out to any crew <laughs> for us watching this
1: so, by the standards of the other episodes we've we've rated this is a nine out of ten for me all right cool we, um there, well, i i
3: know I, what you're I, gonna say i well if i just want to go off what um tipsy said that i was really happy that king got involved and was talking about his dad like even if it wasn't a a big focus at all or anything the Yeah, the that one they off brought, made me that they brought too. that up was was very good you know because they haven't they haven't brought up the spell that lets them see inside the emperor's place so um i don't know i was having a hard time thinking about this but i think i will say eight as well but i said eight for the episode before this and i i feel like just like the monster in the world and stuff in, in the previous episode was like i was way more engaged in that than I was in this episode, but this episode was still really well crafted and gave us a lot, a lot of stuff to think about. So,
2: I it... don't know if I said this, but I would have given the last one a nine with the with King because I really I loved the setting, like the kind of shaky King emotions aside. I, I liked the plot a lot and just oh my god, it was so cool. It was a funny episode too. I cannot believe they got away with like let, letting Hootie just like. Unhinge himself and just all of his organs showing. That's what I mean about this show. There's just parts where I'm like, how are they like getting away with this? Like, it's disgusting. But yeah, I, I yeah, for sure. I like the last episode way more.
0: Uh, I disagree. I like this one more than that one.
2: <laughs> oh man. That was everyone's ratings, right?
0: Yep. Woohoo. About- I
2: thought <laughs> Nick was gonna say 8.5. Woohoo. How do we usually end these? Do we say like a, a haiku? I'm gonna do one right <laughs> now, okay? Yes, please. Um, Lilith is funny. I really like the. Oh, I like the owl. (laughs) Dang it. Uh, Lilith is funny. I think the owl house. Dang it. (laughs) Hold on. Lilith is funny. This episode was.
1: Best.
2: No, no. Uh, This episode was okay. There we go. Lilith is funny. (laughs) This episode was okay. I like Ida's mom. Got it. <laughs> new tradition after owl house haiku
3: <laughs> thank you so much for listening please stay tuned for other podcasts coming real soon if you're enjoying this series please leave a review for it we'd love to know what you think also consider subscribing to my youtube channel crowned cryptid where i post reviews and news videos about cartoons and i also upload these podcasts early there as well have a nice day